Hi guys, it's Trish back with a separate episode that kind of corresponds with the gateway towns of the Great Smoky Mountains. So uh, in that episode, we talked about different ways to get to the Great Smoky Mountains. And today we are going to talk about the lodging within Great Smoky Mountains National Park. So lodging within Great Smoky Mountains National Park consists of campgrounds. So there, there is absolutely no um, cabins, hotels, et cetera, et cetera. There are two national park campgrounds located within the Great Smoky Mountains. At least for the purpose of this segment, we are talking about the Great Smoky Mountains National Park on the Tennessee side. So there are other lodgings, campgrounds, whatever to be had on the North Carolina side of the park. Because if for those who don't know, this park actually um, is in two different states. So on the Tennessee side, you have Cades Cove Campground and Elkmont Campground. Now, right away, I am going to tell you that I am hugely, hugely opinionated about this one way or the other. And this is because, as I said in my first ever podcast, I grew up 30 minutes away and I have been going to camping in the Great Smoky Mountains my whole entire life. So I have a favorite and you all are definitely going to know um, which of these two is my favorite. Now, with any national park campground, if you've ever been to a national park campground, you should already know that you will not be getting much in the way of amenities. So most national park campgrounds do not have shower facilities, and this one is no exception. So it does not matter which of these two campgrounds you choose. They do not have shower facilities and uh, basically do not even have like warm water. So you will get a, a um, restroom uh, with with toilets and cold water to brush your teeth, you know, wash your hands, that sort of thing. So super, super basic. Um, you know, when you go in the door of these restrooms, be prepared for spider webs and bugs and leaves and dirt. And I mean, it is not pretty, folks. Okay, so... I, th- I really think this is why a lot of people started to purchase like a self-contained RV tent trailer or whatever because the national park bathrooms have set us up for failure. But um, that that's kind of what you're going to get if you go to either of these places. So Cades Cove and Elkmont, same type of amenities Cades Cove, though, outweighs Elkmont on one point. Cades Cove has a um, gift shop type 
um, deli gift shop visitor center thing right in the campground. And you can purchase soft serve, vanilla, chocolate, swirl, be prepared to pay dearly for your soft serve, but it is available. They also have um, limited food, hot dogs, um, you know, hamburger, nachos, that sort of thing. But again, it is it is limited. And so I want anyone to know who's staying at Cades Cove that your other food options, if you are not planning on cooking at your campsite, um, you really have to drive all the way to back to Townsend to locate food. And if you listen to my first podcast, you are going to know that food even in Townsend is extremely limited. So if you're looking for fast food, the only choices in Townsend are a Subway and a Pizza Hut. There are a few little mom and pops restaurants. Um, but look, if you're choosing to camp in Cades Cove, I would just heavily suggest that you be prepared to be making your meals at your campsite. Um, the whole campground is wooded, so most all of the campsites are going to be in the shade. And there are two different sections. There is a generator section that allows generators up until 10 o'clock at night. And there is a section that is generator free. So clearly the things that that are going to be in the generator free section are more of your tents, small, very small trailers, things like that. Myself, um, I happen to camp in a rooftop tent, which is kind of, you know, new on the scene within the last couple of years and much gaining in popularity. And I happen to love it. And I have stayed in both sections of this campground in that rooftop tent. <clears throat> and so, you know, it really did not bother me to stay in the generator section because by 10 o'clock it's quiet hour anyway, and you're not going to, to hear any of that noise. Um, actually both sections, um, the A loop and the B loop of this campground are kind of about the same. There's, you know, I guess if I were going to recommend a particular section, I would say it's probably the B section, which is the non-generator section. There are a couple of sites that are a little bit better than some of the, some of the others in the campground. But for the most part, the sites are kind of close together. Now, that's kind of relevant like to that campground because if you've stayed at a KOA the sites are tiny and on top of one another so when I say close together they are somewhat close together but not the kind of close together that you would get at a commercial campground you do need to be careful in the campground about bears and snakes um, it is home to the copperhead snake which is venomous people have been bitten before in the campground so you know 
don't go traipsing through the leaves. Watch your step. Keep an eye out. Also, guys, if you have never been to East Tennessee, it is kind of chock full of poison ivy and poison oak and poison sumac. So <laughs> I guess you could say we're really poisonous. Um, You know, I cannot tell you how many people I see taking the shortcut through the weeds to the bathroom with their shorts and flip-flops, and they're actually just walking right through the poison ivy, poison oak, poison sumac. Um, I have been there before when you cannot really even hang your hammock on the trees because the poison ivy is growing up the side of the tree. So also, before you go here, it is a good idea to know what these different leaves look like so that you don't go home with an itchy rash all over you. Now, so Cades Cove Campground, we know it has a store, which is kind of a, a, a big perk for that. It is also right beside of the Cades Cove Scenic Loop Road. Cades Cove Scenic Loop Road is a 14-mile scenic loop. Um, it is really, really probably the most popular thing in the Great Smoky Mountains. So you're going to run into some pretty decent traffic if you are taking this loop road. Now, a big advantage to camping in Cades Cove is if you are planning on taking a bicycle um, through the Cades Cove Scenic Loop. So they do rent bicycles at the store. You can also bring your own to the campground. The Scenic Loop is closed a couple of days of the week to allow for like closed to motor vehicles to allow for bike riders. So if that is something that you are going to want to do, it is definitely worth um, spending at least a night or two in the Cades Cove campground. It's also home to black bear, coyote, um, you know, raccoons. I mean, tons of wildlife. So just be bear aware and please, please, please store your food properly while you are there. Now, let's talk about Elkmont Campground, which is the other campground located on the Tennessee side in the National Park. So Elkmont Campground, I kind of have basically grew up, I mean, living in this campground. Every weekend of the summer, we would be in this campground camping out when I was little. I still love it. It is still the same. Not much has changed. And it is one of my favorite campgrounds anywhere. So Elkmont Campground is kind of located in an like an old growth hardwood forest. Um, and it's also located on the river, which to me gives it the advantage over Cades Cove that kind of just seals the deal and trumps everything. Now, it is it just like Cades Cove, you're talking about zero amenities, no showers, you know, just the bat the um 
restroom with the toilets, cold water, you know, same sort of deal. And Elkmont does not really have a store. So it does have a small um, hut, let's call it, that you can purchase um, ice cream out of a vending machine and firewood, bags of ice, that sort of thing. So if you're looking for like actual food, it does not exist at Elkmont Campground. The closest place to purchase food would be Gatlinburg, which is about a 15, 20 minute drive, 20 minutes, you know, I would say if you're new to the area and you're kind of driving, you know, slow looking at everything, um, but you can be in Gatlinburg to all sorts of food choices if you just don't want to cook at your campsite within 20 minutes. Elkmont is also home to lots of wildlife, bears, coyotes. I have seen um, coyotes there before. We have seen several black bear there before. So again, be bear aware and store all of your stuff properly, please. Um, so Elkmont's huge advantage, like I said, is the river. So there are, there are actually three different loops in this campground. So there's an A, B, and C loop. That's one whole loop, A, B, and C. And then there is another loop, which, so, I mean that, so A, B, and C kind of, um, is the one that's along the the major part of the river, I guess. And some of those are kind of over in the woods. And then when you get towards the back, you have like the D and E section of this. And um, so I'm going to let you guys in on a big secret that if you are lucky enough to score campsite F8, F8, it is the premier, most awesome campsite in the whole entire campground. Not only is it huge, just a, like, there's literally no one beside of you. It is a huge campsite, and it's right on the river, and also has a view upstream through one of the tunnels that go under um, the overpass. Um, the bridge that goes to the hiking trail. It is one of the most beautiful campsites I've ever camped in. And you really, really, really have to book early to get this campsite. Like I live here, guys, and it's difficult for me to even get my hands on this campsite these days. Um, but definitely look for a site on the river if you can get one. I would not recommend the sites on the river in the G and H section because the bank is just so steep there. You can't really, you can hear the river, but you don't really get the view of the river. And so if you can get a river site on any of the other um, sections, then that is, you know, you're going to love it. Um, there's nothing like sitting out, having s'mores, um, and just having that beautiful river flowing in the background. Um, so, 
Obviously, for me, Elkmont is the clear, clear choice of where to stay. The sites are spread further apart than Cades Cove. Most of the sites um, are just kind of further apart from each other than than most other campgrounds I've ever stayed in. So you are going to have a true outdoor um, in the woods camping experience when you camp at Elkmont. It's very quiet. And like I said, it's very close to Gatlinburg if you just don't want to cook at your campsite. So to summarize, Elkmont definitely definitely, in my opinion, trumps Cades Cove. However, like with anything else, my opinion is my opinion. And if you're going to do bike riding and horseback riding, then obviously you're going to want to stay at Cades Cove and that is going to trump for you. I give travel tips and I try to explain this so that everyone can decide for themselves which would be best for them. So, Elkmont and Cades Cove, guys. Um, Also, one last thing to mention. Elkmont is home of the synchronous fireflies, which everyone tries to book in late um, May, early June. So, you do have to have a reservation. You cannot even come in to the campground, like in your vehicle, to see these fireflies unless you have a campground reservation or a lottery reservation to come in and park and see the fireflies. But one last piece of advice, because I'm full of that, I will let everybody in on a big secret. The synchronous fireflies are not just at Elkmont. So seriously, I have lived in the valley my whole life and we have the synchronous fireflies in our own backyard. So if you don't get a reservation there, hey, go somewhere else nearby and you are guaranteed to see them. So... Elkmont and Cades Cove. Stay tuned for the next podcast. Hope this one helped.